Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, it's Alex here, and I'm here with Michael Koeppel. Michael is from Austria, and I invited Michael here to be interviewed because he runs an agency in Austria, and he delivers IT services and like social media marketing, stuff like that. And we want to know how you do this, Michael. So welcome on the call. Hi. So, yeah, I mean, you're doing 165 thousand euros per year in revenue right now is that correct so it's like yes. 100k profit something like that mm-hmm. so when is it uh, that you got started and how did you get started with with this business uh, actually I can't quite uh, tell the exact starting point when I made the decision that uh, this is gonna be the branch I want to work in uh, but I started really early um, as far as I can remember I wanted to learn to code when I was 12 or 13 uh, and yeah, uh, I ended up doing exactly that. And uh, when I was around 14, then back in the day, uh, I started uh, to get uh, customers and uh, started to provide coding projects. And later on, I got into the marketing stuff since uh, customers started to ask me, okay, Michael, uh, now we have a website, but it can't be found on Google. So what do we do? And I was like, uh, okay, uh, let's find this out. And uh, I tried to find a way to make them rank higher at Google. So that's when I uh, started including more and more online marketing services in my portfolio. Right, right. And how did you get your first sale as a 14-year-old, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> um, actually, good question. It was one of my classmates in school, and uh, he overheard his dad talking to some uh, business partner of him, and uh, they were talking about that he wants a new website. And then he was like, yeah, I know some guy who can do this, and let's call him. Right, so a referral, basically. And you were, were you going after that, or was the guy going after that? Were you, like, keeping an eye out, or what happened there? In the beginning... Um, the guy just decided to call me right with his dad and his business partner in the room and uh, we had a talk over telephone and met up and then I ended up uh, doing my first uh, quote-unquote sale on the telephone and uh, working like yes <laughs> wait how old are you now like 19 now how old I, are you? I, I'm 21 right now yeah people get started so fucking early now all right so yeah cool so what does your sales funnel look like now these days you're 21 you've been doing it for uh, so many years already Uh, so what does your sales funnel look like actually my sales funnel uh, isn't created by will Um, from the very beginning I tried to focus and I I still tell every employee I'm working with uh, that we all need to focus on just delivering the best value we can to the customer so Um, By default, we are relying on uh, satisfied customers who will refer us to other customers. And then we pay them some money, like 10% of the revenue they generate. And yeah, basically the customers love it. And 90% of the projects I do end up with their friends and family and co-workers also hiring us for other projects. Hmm. So how does your, so your funnel is basically referrals, right? Yes. Right. So how does your referral system work because 
people, if you tell people, well, you know, people like us, and then they get, they refer their friends, but what is the system exactly? So I'm sure, I'm sure you have some kind of process in your company that you've built up um, as you went along. So what does the system or process look like? Um, actually, as I said, uh, we didn't make up our mind to design this process. It just happens, happens kind of naturally. Uh, because some customers naturally decided that uh, they have co-workers and business partners who could also need our skills and then they started referring. And now the process is still just that, I would say. Okay, so someone says, my friend would like your services. So what happens after that? Mm -hmm. Oh, that you mean. Okay. Um, after someone decides to uh, refer us, I ask him for the contact details of their partner. And uh, just to announce our uh, um, imminent contact. So um, I try to tell the people not to make the sale in my behalf, since uh, most of the time this doesn't go very well because people are, people are horrible at sales normally. And uh, I just try to make them uh, go to their business partner and tell them, hey, I have someone, I'm satisfied with his work and he will contact you. And after that, it's all on us. Okay, okay, so so you get the person on the first call, what happens on the first call? Um, on the first call, um, nothing basically, we just try to meet up with the client. Okay, so you set up a meeting? Yes. Okay, so what happens at the meeting? Um, I tell him about the stuff we are selling and show him the case studies. Okay, so uh, okay, <laughs> what happens after that? I, I think I think you are imagining a bit too much in this whole process because uh, it, it's not some fine-tuned sales tactic we are using here. Oh, it's oh, just I, showing. I, it doesn't have to be fine-tuned. Showing I, the work we have already done. It's just ninety percent of our sales process is showing the work we have already done. Okay, so what happens after you show the work that's already been done? I tell him that he will get the invoice. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then what happens after you tell him that he'll get the invoice? He pays, and then we do the project for him. Okay, and how long do they have to pay? Um, it depends on the project. If it's a development project, it's a one-time payment. So you pay everything up front? Yes. Uh -huh. I don't do sales uh, with paying afterwards. It's way too risky in Austria. <laughs> Yeah, I mean everywhere, you know, it's 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 like I would yes. <laughs> I would definitely argue that that's the case everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very good. So, and um, do they sign off a briefing and a contract during your your while paying you, or what happens? Um, the contract only comes uh, to terms if it is uh, ongoing uh, collaboration, like in SEO or social media marketing. Uh, then I do a contract like, uh, okay, we are both in this for at least three months or six months and he's going to pay me whatever, 500, 1,000, 2,000 euros a month. Right, right, right. So what if they want extra work that has not been discussed before? So for example, mm -hmm. you're, you have a con or you don't have a contract, you have an agreement at least, uh, maybe even mm -hmm. a verbal agreement that you're going to make a website. Mm -hmm. and they paid upfront and it's 5,000 euros and mm -hmm. 
during the delivery of the website, the client asks for, well, how many changes can they ask for, for example? What is in the agreement so far? How many times can they ask, well, can we add this? Can we add that? How many mm -hmm. times can that happen that they mm -hmm. ask you stuff? Um, mostly I will translate these needs into hours of work and uh, my, my personal, um, you know, the, the threshold of the extra work I am willing to do is like for a basic website, 20 hours. So uh, at will, I'm uh, granting the client like a huge uh, room. He can, he can uh, ask a lot of extra wishes and uh, express some extra needs and that won't be a problem most of the times. It's just uh, to have a safe line if he is one of those crazy clients who keep uh, calling like half a year after the project is finished and wanting to have some free uh, work done. Okay, and how do you, well, I assume you have multiple delivery steps of the project. For first, you show them the mock-up maybe and maybe then a wireframe yes. and so on, right? So mm -hmm. we're not going to go through all that. I'm going to spare you that. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sure you don't want to hear that. But basically, how do you um, make sure that they give you feedback on time? Because, I mean, obviously a client, they get like mm -hmm. a wireframe. It Maybe they won't reply to you for a month. So how do you make sure the project moves fast? How do you make sure they reply on time? Um, I don't care too much about this. If uh, the client doesn't answer, I just assume it's correct the way I did it. Oh, you just keep working on it. And yes. because of the nature of your agreement, uh, you can just continue working with it. And if they want to go back afterwards. Yes, yes. It, it, my, my main focus in the whole uh, deal and collaboration and in the process of uh, doing the project, my main focus is always to make the customer happy. So I don't care at all if I do some of the work uh, double or three times or four times. Uh, there's a natural, you know, uh, a threshold, as I said, where I'm not willing to continue. If I see that the client is clearly, um, uh, sorry, I can't think of the, <laughs> the proper English word. If the client is, is exploiting me, exploiting yeah, yeah. My, my goodwill, uh, then I will uh, put a stop on it. But most of the time, uh, I just don't care. Hmm. Interesting. So, okay. So, um, with all these kinds of projects, or most of these kinds of projects, it's all 100% payment upfront, right? So it's in, yes. the ball is in their court. Yeah, very mm -hmm. good. And what are the price ranges for your projects? Can you just name a few projects, uh, examples? Not, not yes. companies, not yes. clients, just examples of projects and how much all they right, all right. cost in, in, for clients? Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the basic landing page, I do uh, lots and lots of landing page. Uh, since they are really hyped right now, uh, the, a lot of people ask for landing page creation. Uh, I charge around 900 euros for a basic landing page. A whole website with multiple sub-pages is around uh, 1,300 euros. And for larger development projects, like um, one of my clients, it's a startup in Germany. Uh, they currently develop some kind of uh, eBay for self-development coaches where they uh, can sell their books and audios and CDs and all this stuff. Uh, it's like two months of work and I charge 8,000 euros for this. Hmm. Interesting. And considering marketing um, for the SEO, the ranges are between 500 euros a month uh, as the minimum and uh, 3,500 euros a month as the maximum. Okay. So how many people do you employ, by the way? Because I assume you're not how many or first let me ask how many clients do you have per year for example or per month how many clients do you have on an ongoing basis for example so um, right now right right now for example how many mm -hmm. clients do you have 
Uh, right now I'm with uh, 14 clients, if I remember that correctly. Uh, most of the clients don't, also are not one-time clients. It's not like they buy one website and then they disappear forever. Most of my clients stay with me at least for one other service. Like, uh, okay, we do the website and after that, then the client is happy. He uh, wants to get the rank, the website to rank higher and then he, he uh, pays for SEO or social media marketing or something else. Um, so you see, they basically, they enter, um, they first buy, maybe they buy a landing page. And then maybe yes. after that, they say, well, that's a landing page, which can change our mm -hmm. other pages, and then that's a website. It's a couple of thousand euros already. And yes, then yes. Most of the time, uh, it starts with uh, some development project, and after the development project is finished and the client is happy, then uh, he's willing to invest more into marketing stuff. And I, I am, lots of times, I'm not uh, offering just one marketing service. It's like the marketing management I do for the clients, or we do for the clients. So the client uh, is not uh, paying me like 500 euros for SEO fixed. The client uh, comes to me and says, okay, we have like 7,000 euros a month on budget. Uh, what do you think is the right thing to do? And then basically I am involved in building up their company as a whole. Okay. So um, and how many people do you employ to manage 14 clients and to do all the projects and to, uh, of course, <laughs> deliver all the social media marketing and stuff? <laughs> right now, exactly 14. Ah, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I assume they're outsourced, right? I mean, they're not sitting in an office with you in, in Austria. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, so you're paying Austrians, yes. Austrian yes, yes, salaries sure. in Austria. Yes, I, I also work a lot with freelancers, but also Austrian freelancers. How do you how do you employ fourteen Austrians with if you're comp so how is that possible? They're not working full time then. They're no part time, and some of them are uh, not paid by myself because I have a collaboration with the Austrian state, and uh, they like four of them get uh, extra funding from uh, the state because uh, you know my English is not perfect in explaining this, but we we have some service here in Austria, which uh, brings together people looking for jobs and, uh, you know, uh, em employers. And yes. the same agency who does that uh, finances trainings for those people. And I have some sort of uh, contract with this agency so that they send uh, people who studied marketing, business, entrepreneurship and uh, similar topics. When they come out of university, this agency sends them to me for a three-month program uh, so that they learn the practical skills. Because universities in Austria are very theoretically and they don't get much uh, uh, practical experience from their study. So they come to me and work basically, for me it's free because they get paid by the state and uh, they earn practical experience in how to deal with customers and how to create projects. Oh, that, that's an interesting program, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I'm just surprised because you're, I mean, you're employing 14 people and you're doing 165K revenue and your profit is yes. 100K. So you're, I mean, yes. that's really, really good. <laughs> it's really, it's, I, I like efficient thinking, I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, uh, I, I think I have to uh, take this one on me because uh, I am not paying them very much. Uh, I all, I all, you know, I exclusively hire people who don't have much experience. 
no, I that's, that's amazing, dude. You're doing the world a service. That's exactly what people need is to, yeah. Yeah, I try because it's, it's good for them because in Austria, if you study like uh, communication technology or something like this, you don't have a chance to get a job ever and if you don't have practical experience. And since you have no opportunity to get a job, you don't earn the practical experience. So uh, I'm trying to be the part in the middle of that who solves this problem. So uh, yes, this month I got like uh, 40 applies from students. Wow, that that's crazy. 40 in one month. Probably didn't look at all yes. of them. That's too many. <laughs> uh, and you're 21, so you're yes. younger than some of them probably, right? Because they, yeah. Yes, my oldest trainee right now is 35. Ouch, that must hurt. All right, cool. Uh, education <laughs> system, guys. Go study in college. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So, okay, so we already discussed the services you're offering, I guess. So what would you advise people who want to get started with this? So imagine, or imagine you were starting off now. You're 21, but mm -hmm. instead of having um, many years' experience, you have zero years' experience. What would you mm -hmm. do right now to get started? Uh what I would explain to myself and, and what I would advise to people who are where I was when I started this whole thing, uh, don't get caught up in the theoretically bullshit. It's like when you're sitting in class at school or at university, you learn about business plans and marketing plans and I don't know, finance plans and all this stuff. You, you can have five years of theoretical experience and don't know shit. <laughs> about anything practical going on in the world. Uh, not a single client in my whole career has ever asked me about something I knew theoretically from school or some sort of certification I earned or whatever. They don't care. Uh, every business in the world is selling more money to its people, at least in B2B sector. If you are working in B2B, then try, on, try to maximize the money value for your customers. Whatever you sell, if it is marketing or uh, SEO or web design or whatever, the client hires you in the hope to make more money from your work. And if you can communicate that you understand this need of the client and are willing to fulfill it for him for a reasonable price, then every client in the world will be happy to give you lots and lots of money for it. Interesting. All right. So, and if people wanted to, for example, say they, they don't have referrals right now, they don't know anyone who owns a business. Uh, I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't know anyone who owns a business, but uh, people tell me, oh, I don't know anyone who owns a business. So, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, maybe they're telling the truth. So, imagine yes, you didn't yes. know anyone. Like, how would you go about what would I, you do I, right I, Actually, I, I did not know anyone when I started, so I know that feeling. <laughs> I come from a very poor family and uh, didn't have lots of friends when I started. So, yes, I, I know that's a lot. That's a problem for a lot of people who start right now. But I don't think that's a problem if you don't make it a problem because not knowing people isn't like. Uh, you know, it's not a real obstacle. It's just uh, some sort of uh, situation that resulted from inactivity in the past. So if you decide to start a company now, it's time to get active now and go out to get to know people. Right, right. So, hmm. and what does your, this is actually a final question, because I, I also get this a lot. So what does your day look like? So what does your day look like? 
<laughs> At the moment, it's kind of stressy because I am planning on starting my second company right now. Normally, it's not that uh, packed, but at the moment, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. and uh, doing some yoga and shit in the morning just to calm my nerves and get mentally ready for the day. And yes, uh, at the office, we start work at 8 o'clock in the morning and work till 4 and after that, I probably go to some workout or meeting with customers. I'm pretty flex flexible after that. But I try not to uh, get interrupted by anything which doesn't relate to work between 8 and uh, 4. Right. And during your work hours, do you do like, like what is the first part of the day? Is there a scrum meeting or, I mean, do you meet, your, what, what happens exactly? Uh, one time in the week, like every Tuesday. The whole team meets up in the room and uh, to discuss the project, how everything is going and what are the plans for this week. It's not very exciting. It's just basic stuff and uh, keeping in contact with my employees because I'm not hovering around them all day. They basically uh, have their own schedule and they can find their own way to work efficiently. I don't tell them like, okay, you need to... Uh, I mean, I tell them they need to be here between 8 and 4, but what they do and how they do and when they do it exactly is uh, their stuff. Right, right, right. So, yes, so, um, so, basically but, the, the team but, meeting in the morning and after that uh, I focus on my own work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And what, what does your work involve exactly? Uh, at the moment, a lot of programming. Oh, because yeah, yeah, you're still doing some I, programming. Yes, sure. I, I do most of the programming in my own company because uh, since I only hire entry-level uh, employees, they can't code very complex projects. They can do some uh, WordPress from a, a Photoshop template and create some web design graphics and stuff. Um, uh, but the more complex projects like the eBay for life design coaches and self-help gurus, uh, I can't outsource this to them. So I needed to do it myself. Okay. All right. Awesome. I mean, this is a lot of value. Anyone running an agency should get a lot of value from this. Thank you, Michael. Very generous of you to share uh, your business experience. We want to deliver a lot of value here. So thank uh -huh. you. Uh, maybe see you next time and have a good uh -huh. day, man. Thank you. You too. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.